Welcome to Season 5 of the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, best-selling author and international speaker, Michael Sherlock. The Shock Your Potential podcast is dedicated to entrepreneurs looking to up their game, increase their income, and scale their businesses to new heights. Shock Your Potential is a professional services company providing affordable services to small businesses, matching entrepreneurs with virtual assistants, and offering specialized leadership and sales training to companies around the world. Learn more today at shockyourpotential.com and listen in now to another motivating episode that will help you to shock your potential. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long, we are talking about entrepreneurs in the tech industry. And my guest today is going to make you think about tech from a completely different perspective. And let me tell you, if you're thinking about any like mid-career transitions, or maybe you have one of those uh, kids somewhere in your life that you're wondering, what the heck are they going to do? This is where you're going to want to listen in. So my guest today is Bradley Rice. He worked in the tech ecosystem for more than 20 well, 10 years. Sorry about that. Well, he probably feels like he's there then. And he became one of the highest paid tech professionals in the world, making almost a quarter of a million dollars a year, working just 20 hours a week. Okay, I know that's making a lot of us lean in anyway. Now, his incredible career positioned him, get this, to retire at 31. Yep. Uh-huh. I know. I know you're all listening in. Maybe you're all going to want to change your uh, career paths or entrepreneurial journeys right now. He was determined, though, he wasn't really done with it yet. And so he wanted to start something new. He calls it Talent Stacker. Now, listen to this. It's a service that puts others on the same path that led him to not only success in this career, but true financial independence. He's now helped over 20,000 individuals start their tech careers at many different times in their life with no degree, no tech background, and with a starting salary of usually about over $70,000 in an average of just five months. So I can't wait to learn more. Bradley, thank you for being with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, Michael. Um, I'm really excited to talk to your audience. I think there are a lot of people who could benefit from this. So yeah, let's dive in. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. So as I was telling you before we started um, taping, you know, the last few years, my son is 31 and the, you know, probably the last five years of his life, you know, he was really kind of getting it together. He was tired of, you know, kind of working jobs that weren't taking him any place, but he didn't really know what he could do. And we ended up getting him into an electrician apprentice program. And he's doing well with that, you know, and he's, you know, he's got a lot of hours and he's got right now a lot of opportunities. But I know that there's probably somewhere in the back of his mind that even maybe being an electrician forever might not be his dream job because it wears on you after a while. So I can't wait to ask you more questions, but let me have you tell a little bit of the story first. So tell us more about you, this business you started, and how it really helps people to shock their career potential. Yeah, so thank you for that intro, because that sheds a lot of light on, I think, the success of my career. And I know it's interesting, but I also know people who are trying to change their lives don't really care about my success, right? But I think the important part is that it's repeatable, and not just a little bit repeatable, but I would say on the verge of being guaranteed for anyone who takes it seriously. So what we do at Talent Stacker is number one, we have a ton of free resources. Like if you're one of these people who is like, I can do it myself. I don't have a problem focusing or holding myself accountable. I got this. So what is it that you're going to do? 
you're going to go from wherever you are today. I seriously don't care where you are. We had a member that I just talked to uh, last week. He opted out of high school in 11th grade, landed a Salesforce job, making over $60,000 in 11th grade. Um, I've talked to people who were mail carriers, uh, costume designers, truck drivers, everything in between. So if you're thinking about yourself and you're saying, I'm not a tech person, I don't have a tech background, I probably don't have the right degree, none of it matters. That's what I call limiting beliefs. And you don't need to worry about all those things. Just understand that you're going to be successful. Let your guard down for a minute. And let's just figure out if a tech career might be for you. You don't, there's no risk other than maybe I would say three to five hours of your time, just giving yourself a true effort of saying, is this for me? Let me find out and really dig in a little more about this. So we take anyone and everyone and we help them land entry-level jobs. Right now, our member average is about $72,000. And the average time is about five months, like you mentioned. And we've done that with over 1,000 people in the last 12 months, specifically through our membership. To your point, we've helped tens of thousands of people through our free resources, but through the membership and actually helping people land jobs directly with more personalized guidance. Um, Yeah, over 1,000 people in just 12 months. So I'm excited about it. It obviously had a massive impact on my life, you know, having the, even the option to retire in my thirties. And I just want to be able to share that with other people because I I look around in my friend groups and the people I see around me and it's like, man, you you know, they're working five or 10 years to get to 70 or $80,000 and they see no path forward in their careers. It's just, I'm going to do the same thing over and over. I might get a 5% raise or a 3% raise. My benefits are going to stay the same. I might get five more days of PTO. And it, it just doesn't seem that exciting to me. And maybe that's my millennial self-talking. And I always want everything to be exciting. Um, but it doesn't sound that exciting to me. Like Salesforce careers, you get to work from home. You get flexible schedules. You get to spend time doing the things you value outside of work, plus being respected for the work you're doing at work. And entry-level 70K, 75K right in there. But one year of experience, you're looking at about $90,000, two years, about $110,000, three to five, you're probably in that $130,000 range. And you're going to plateau around maybe one hundred and fifty dollars to $170,000 with five years experience, um, unless you decide you want to go into um, management or, or you, you know something like that where you're managing a team. But the, the pay is great. You get to work remote. And I think right now we're looking at about 9 million new jobs being created in the next four years. That's the forecast. So there's a lot of room for everyone. And that's why I'm just such an evangelist for helping people know that this is a reality. This is an option. Don't ignore it. Wow. So you said 9 million new jobs in this field in how many years? In the next four years. And we've seen that trend playing out um, over about the last 10 years now where there are every single year, hundreds of thousands of new jobs available. And you can go look at the news, right? Like I'm not a big fan of the news, but if you look at the headline <laughs> news, <laughs> right? I actually don't read the news. Just take my word for it. Um, many of us know that there are labor shortages, especially across the U S and globally. And those labor shortages get uh, more exaggerated as you get into more skilled positions like tech jobs. And so I talk to a lot of tech professionals as well as company owners of companies that hire a lot of tech professionals. And they describe it sort of behind closed doors as a talent war, because it is so hard to get your hands on that very limited set of talented people out there. And then even if you, if, if you can get them in the door and hire them and train them, 
they're usually gone within the first year because they can take another job with a, you know, 30, $40,000 pay raise after a year. It's, it's wild. Wow. Yeah. It's like the wild, wild west right there in that field. It's, it's tough for them. Yeah. It's tough for the employers right now, for sure. Oh, it definitely is. Um, I, yeah, I get called about that for media interviews a lot about, you know, what's between the great resignation and the great uh, independence. And I mean, we've got all kinds of names for it, but really this is a great time to be looking for a job that sounds specifically in this. So what kind of, so talk, talk to me first a little bit about the difference between, uh, you know, your sales force uh, that, you know, I know the, the website goes to, you know, talks about the sales force kind of training and then talent stacker. How do they work together? Are they different businesses? Do they coordinate? All right. So Salesforce is not mine, right? Like that is a massive industry. It's over, it's a, right now it just reached a $1 trillion industry. Okay. So think of Salesforce like Microsoft, like many more people have probably heard of Microsoft. Yeah. So you're talking so, about like Salesforce. So like the, the CRM of Salesforce. Exactly. Exactly. Gotcha. So this gotcha. mega corporation, right? Huge company headquartered in San Francisco, like I think about 10,000 employees internally at the company. Well, that company, just like Microsoft, sells its platform, its tool, Salesforce is the name of it, to hundreds of thousands of companies all over the world. Those companies, exactly. Those companies need Salesforce professionals internally to help them get the most out of the tool. So that's who we work with. Might, might you get a job at Salesforce? Maybe, but more than likely, you're gonna get a job at one of their hundreds of thousands of customers globally who need your help as a professional using the actual tool to improve their company. Brilliant. Oh, what a great partnership. Wow. Yeah, so that's, and that's the difference. So where Talent Stacker fits into that is we do the actual nuts and bolts training. So Salesforce is selling the tool mm -hmm. and we are equipping individuals with the knowledge they need to yes, use the tool, but also all the soft skills like uh, interview preparation, uh, job search strategy using platforms like LinkedIn. How do you apply for jobs and get in front of hiring managers and recruiters? Um, how do you look amazing when you interview? How do you negotiate job offers? How do you know how much you should be getting paid for a particular offer? All this kind of thing. So we help you get the tech skills, like the certifications and things like that. But a big part of what we do um, is everything that kind of takes that certification and turns it into job offers. And our program even does uh, hands-on experience. So for all of our members, you have guaranteed uh, volunteer projects where we'll get you working on actual Salesforce projects. So when you go to interviews and they say, you know, tell me about what you've worked on in the past or a challenge that you faced, you're not saying, well, I have never really worked, you know, really worked on it before just training. Mm -hmm. And for our members, they get to tell actual stories about their experience using Salesforce and helping companies improve. Yeah. Wow. That's very, I love it. That's, um, that's just a really great way to make um, an opportunity out of something that is such a, you know, I actually don't use Salesforce right now, but I have in the past. And um, you're right. If you don't know how to, you know, from a business owner standpoint, if you don't know all the things you can do with it, you really miss out on that tool. And when you use it correctly, it can really build your business. So it's smart to have somebody who understands the software part of it. So inside out that you have somebody can say, hey, by the way, you're not using this feature over here. And that's going to give you all this more insight on your customer data, which means that you can make better decisions and close big, better sales. 
Right. It's like, to, to me, it's like for a, a, a person, it's like having a smartphone, but having no idea how to use it. Like it has so much potential and it can do so many things and it can, you know, yes, you can take calls and send text messages, but you can also do all of your online banking and depositing checks and everything that a smartphone allows you to do. But if you don't know how to use it, you're kind of going to be looking around like, what's all the hype about? Mm -hmm. And that's why companies need Salesforce professionals so that they can actually benefit from the, the value that Salesforce brings to their companies. Yep. So true. Yeah, that just makes me think about the first time I realized uh, I could take different kinds of pictures on my iPhone. <laughs> like portraits, what's this? <laughs> There's always something new. Always something new, exactly. So um, tell me a little bit more about the strategy. We're going to take a break here in a minute. But, you know, when you get somebody who's like, mm, I don't know, um, I'm thinking about this. Maybe this is something I want to do. You know, how do they what what do they learn, you know, when they first start connecting with you about, you know, whether or not this is going to work for them or be something that would interest them? Yeah. So that's the first thing for us. Like we talked a little bit about the program, um, you know, in the, in the last few minutes, but for me, I don't ever want anybody to buy into anything that we have for sale. This is about helping a community to your point. You know, I was positioned to retire when I started this company. So this is not about trying to create revenue. This is about trying to help large volumes of people see an opportunity. And so what we do is the first thing we want you to do is use our free resources and we've streamlined those for you. We actually have a five day challenge you can take. It takes about 30 minutes to an hour a day for five days. You can do it five days in a row. You can do it all on one day. You can take two weeks, whatever fits you. We wanna be flexible to you because we know people have real lives. So there's a five day challenge uh, that you can take and you can find that. Uh, we created a link just for the show. So talentstacker.com forward slash shock. And that will take you to our five-day challenge. If you sign up there, once you're done with that five-day challenge, you should have a pretty clear understanding of whether or not this is interesting to you. Because for some people, they're going to go through that, say, two and a half to five hours of training. And they're going to go, you know what? Like, this sounds awful. There's no way I'm doing this for the next 20 years. Like, count me out. But some people are going to go, oh my gosh, this makes perfect sense. This is that thing I've been hearing about that everybody talks about, like these remote jobs and you have, you know, great pay and it's a tech career. And I always wondered how you get started with that. And now I see the vision. I want a Salesforce career. And at that point, you know, do it yourself for a little bit longer. Decide if you see the light and you're like, okay, I got this. I think I can do it on my own. Awesome. That's all we want to happen. If you go, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm accountable enough. I'm not sure I'm going to keep the focus. Let me just go ahead and join this program. Then they're going to streamline the process for me. And I don't have to worry about if I'm going in the wrong direction or if I forgot to do something or if I'm missing a big piece of the puzzle, they're going to make sure I'm in a good spot. So if you get to that point, you decide to join the program. That's awesome. We would love to have you. But first things first, let's just make sure let's do the five day challenge and let's make sure that this is something we really want to do with our lives. I love it. I love it. Bradley, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor for the month, and we will be right back. Do you want to be a go-to expert that news reporters, anchors, and media producers turn to? Are you a media professional looking for credible, reliable, and timely guests? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then shock your media potential is for you. This one-of-a-kind platform connects vetted experts with news professionals around the globe. 
As a part of our launch celebration, you can participate for free in our Shock Your Media Potential virtual conference running March 28th through April 1st. Together with my co-host, Eddie Luisi, known as stage manager to the stars and also stage manager for Good Morning America, we have interviewed 25 media personalities and professionals to ask them the questions you need to know the answers to. Like, how can I make myself more newsworthy? How do I best pitch a story? How do I get invited back again and again? And much more. Some of our guests are household names with exceptional on-camera careers. Others are award-winning directors, producers, camera operators, audio engineers, celebrity hair and makeup professionals, and so much more. To learn more about our platform and our conference today, go to shockyourmediapotential.com. And we are back with Bradley Rice with Talent Stacker. And I am, I, I know that these kind of programs happen for different industries. So this is very exciting. I'd never really thought about this in the tech field. So um, when I'm selfishly, I'm, again, I don't know why I'm thinking about my son, um, but uh, because, you know, I mean, he's got a good career going right now, but you never know when somebody might want something different. But let's talk a little bit about what this looks like in a world where people are more remote, because I know that every com- big company I ever worked for, most of my IT support was always remote. And now, of course, that then the world became remote. So are these jobs still able to be remote for the most part, are you finding? Are some still going back in or being in, in in an office space? What's it look like? And what do you, where do you think it's going? Yeah, that it's an interesting topic and obviously a hot topic and especially in the career space right now. And so I've been a Salesforce professional since 2010 and I worked one year in office, but then starting in 2011, I've been remote ever since. So the pandemic didn't really have that big of an impact on Salesforce careers because they were already remote. And a lot of people think about tech jobs, and you might be thinking about hardware, like plugging parts of computers in together, getting phone systems set up, all these things that happen on site in an actual workspace. So that's hardware, and that's typically on site. Then you have what's called software, and that's uh, something you're going to install on your computer uh, that you need to have installed on the computer. And usually those are remote, but you're going to have to like Uh, they call it like remote sessions where you join into somebody's computer and you take it over and you do this kind of thing. So you're on a lot of meetings and things like that, just helping people get things set up on their computer. Then you have what Salesforce is, and this is relatively new, but if you're in the tech community, then you know, like it's been around for probably 15 or 20 years, but it's new to the consumer world and it's called Cloudware. Mm -hmm. And these are programs that are not stored on your computer. So you could get, you could go on Salesforce from your computer and then you might go outside and hop on it from your cell phone, or you might go to the public library and want to check something and just log in from the public library's computer. So it's all online. So that has caused any type of cloud job, specifically Salesforce for this conversation has been online really since day one. You don't need to be in an office and really for employers, it's not cost-effective to have you in the office. That means they're going to have to, you know, create parking areas for employees. They're going to have to have desk setups and phone setups and everything that goes into that. And it's very expensive. So they would much rather just have you stay at home, better quality of life for the employee and a better bottom line for the company. So to answer your question, Salesforce careers really weren't impacted by the pandemic. 
And we're seeing a lot of people transition into these careers now because their companies are saying, hey, we know you've been home for the last two years, but now we need you to start coming back into the office. Mm -hmm. And people, I think some people are like, no way, I'm not going back. And they're online just trying to find what's mm -hmm. the easiest remote job to get into. Then there's other people who are like, you know what, I'm ready to go back. I'm sick of the kids. I'm sick of, you know, all this kind of stuff. And they're like, I need my structure. I need to go to work. And it's an awesome thought. And then they go back into work and they realize like, oh my gosh, never mind. Like maybe I took that for granted. And being home has so many benefits, like no more car repairs and constant oil changes and yeah. commuting and getting ready and washing clothes and all this stuff specifically to go into the office. Like, forget it. I need to find one of those remote jobs. So yeah, Salesforce equals definitely a remote career. Well, and it makes sense too, because most companies that use it are using it because they have a Salesforce. Many of those people in the sales positions are outside sales reps. And so they're already out in the field. It's not like you're going into an office and everybody needs you right there live. So talk a little bit about the five months. So, you know, basically, you know, what happens during, let's say I, you know, did the five day challenge and I'm like, I totally love this, which would not be me because I barely can turn my computer on, but somebody who actually, you know, is much more intelligent than I am. Um, and I do the five day challenge. I'm like, Hey, I'd like this. And I think I want to work through this program. What kind of things can I expect over the, you know, the five months or so in order to become, you know, certified? Yeah. So in those five months, and that's the average, right? Like some people finish our program and land a job in less than say 30 to 50 days. Wow. Typically those are people who are uh, currently unemployed and they're pouring like 40 or 50 hours a week into the program. Right. Then you have some people who might take 12 months to finish the program and land a job. Why is that? Well, this is real life, right? And you might have you might have gotten COVID at some point, or a family member might have gotten COVID at some point, and then you're sidetracked and you need to focus on that. Um, you might take time off for vacations. You might have a full-time job, plus kids, plus aging parents who you know, need some of your attention week to week. And you don't have 40 hours a week to put in this. You're lucky if you have you know, five to eight hours a week to put into this consistently. And so our program is lifetime access, and that's because we're here to help people, like actual real people with real lives that, yes, it might take three months, but it might take a year. And we're always going to be here for you and support you. We always say that no one uh, doesn't succeed in our program unless they give up. That's the only way is if they just say, forget it. I don't want to do this anymore. They go do something else. So in those five months on average, right, you're going to come in. The first thing we're going to do is we're going to get you Salesforce certified. So Salesforce has about 40 different certifications we're going to get you the Salesforce administrator certification, which is exactly what you need to get started. That's what employers want to see. That's what they're expecting. It shows promise to the employer that you're serious about this career. It shows tangible value that you can put on your resume and your LinkedIn profile. And it proves to you that you're actually picking up on these concepts and you're going to be successful. So it helps you get past that sort of imposter syndrome as you transition careers. Now, while you're getting certified, we're also going to help you with your professional branding on LinkedIn, and we're going to help you build your resume. A lot of people overlook LinkedIn. They don't know what to do with it. So we teach you exactly how to set up your profile, exactly what to say, how to make posts and like what you should be talking about, how to comment on other people's posts in a professional and meaningful way, how to network and make connections so that when you're ready to apply for jobs, you're not new to the space. People already know your face. They know who you are. They've seen you commenting and posting. And so when they see your resume come across the desk, it's not the first time they recognize your name and they go, 
hey, I like that person. I think we should reach out for an interview. Yeah. So it all comes together. Now, by the time you're certified, that's going to take about 12 weeks just to get you certified. So those first three months are very much about building your professional ground. We're laying the foundation of your career. So you can have an awesome LinkedIn profile, an awesome network. The day you get certified, you're going to post that on LinkedIn. And I promise you, you're going to probably have a hundred people commenting. Everyone's going to be congratulating you and recruiters and hiring managers are going to see that. Nice. Now, if you weren't building your LinkedIn profile during those three months while you were getting certified and you go on LinkedIn and you post, you might get a comment from like your mom and <laughs> no one else is going to know who you are. Okay. So the fact that some random stranger in the world is now certified means nothing. Mm -hmm. So that's why we take this approach of the 12 weeks while you're getting certified and you're getting instructor-led training. Uh, we're getting you facilitated into study groups for accountability, uh, walking you through the whole thing. You're also building your professional brand so you can trigger that when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as you're certified, you join a volunteer project. So uh, you notify us that you're certified, you join a volunteer project, and you hop into that. Why is this important? It polishes your skills. Mm -hmm. It allows you to work on real projects, and it allows you to get to feel comfortable working with other people. So you're on teams of uh, three to four, and you have a lead who's a project manager who is a tenured Salesforce professional. So this is someone who's leading the project been in the business for at least three to five years, and they're helping guide you through that project um, with your peers who are also recently certified. So now you've got something to put on your resume, real experienced. You can get letters of recommendations from your uh, you know, the people in your volunteer project as well as your project manager. So if you put in the work, you're going to get a letter of recommendation from somebody with three to five years experience in the Salesforce space. It's right. huge. Right. And now right. the, the kicker is you go into interviews, and like we talked about before, when they ask you questions like, tell me about a challenge that you overcame. Tell me about um, a really cool solution that you built using Salesforce. You have answers. You don't have to fluff something up or try to make up a story. You have real world experiences that really happen to you that you can talk about. It'll show you carry that through interviews. And before you know it, you're, you're getting those job offers. So um, we help you through that, but it's lifetime access. So as soon as you're done with that, you join an alumni group. We help you land that second job, third job, make sure you're successful in your career. Um, we never stop. So it's, uh, it's, it's truly a community. And I think that's why it's important that it's lifetime. We don't want to kick out people just because they landed jobs and it's like, all right, well, bye. We want right. you to stay and, right. and help others follow in your footsteps. Yeah. Bradley, this is, it's really impressive. I mean, this is just a really well thought out way to not only get people prepared and trained and certified, but really to help guide their career. And you're absolutely right. The, the, um, the, uh, the placement on LinkedIn, the activity on LinkedIn is so important. And there are still, I can't believe there's so many people who don't know how important it is and to actually, you know, have your picture and have professional things written and comment appropriately. And it's amazing because it's, if you don't, you lose that opportunity, but I love how you thought through if we, while you're getting certified, you're also building this, your network to get, you know, at least over 500 and move up from there. And if you get the right people you're connected with in something this uh, sought after, you will absolutely get job offers without a doubt. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. Like you nailed it. Obviously you're really well-versed on 
LinkedIn and understand sort of how the platform works. And it's, it's true. People look at it like a social media platform and they're like, what do I need another social media platform for? It's the only professional social platform. And you're not there to talk about what you had for lunch or your last vacation. You're there to focus on showcasing yourself as a professional. And that's where the hiring managers and recruiters and employers are hanging out. Like that's the only place they're going to see you. So that's how you break into these jobs. One thing I should note is that we have this term hidden job market that we use. And that's because 30% of the entry-level jobs our members land don't come from job postings. They're not applying for the job. It comes Mm -hmm. from someone seeing them post that they got certified, inviting them to come interview for a job that's not even listed and then hiring them to work there. So 30% of those, um, yeah, come from that hidden job market. You gotta be on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I I deal with a lot of professionals, uh, you know, vice presidents and up and, you know, directors and managers. And it's amazing to me how many people don't either have a presence on LinkedIn or use it appropriately. And I always say whenever I'm doing a training, especially like with emerging leaders types of groups, I'll say, you know, this is not a place for your resume. This is not, that's not what this is. It's just a place to hang your resume. This is a place to engage and create your personal and professional brand. So absolutely. I love that you're doing that. That just makes me, I, I just am so happy. <laughs> and for a whole group of people who definitely wouldn't know it, you know, because if you hadn't gone into this field, you might not know how important that is. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so I know we're going to oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, if you don't mind, I would love to talk to sort of the listeners a little bit about um, this idea of where this fits in for the younger audience, um, as far as, because we've had a lot of members who, and a lot of community members who are not, you know, necessarily going to interested in Salesforce jobs, but they have maybe kids who are in high school or kids who are in college, or they might have nieces and nephews going through that sort of phase of life. And we have a lot of people who are like, we're, we're going through this phase where it's like, is college still the right choice for everyone? Because when I was growing up, there was no choice. It was like, if you have the grades to go to college, you go to college. There is no alternative. That's what you do if you want to be successful. If you don't go to college, you're going to grind and you're going to work with your hands and you're going to destroy your body and you're never going to be successful. And it wasn't true then, but it's also not true now. Um, and, And I think we've seen, you know, a lot of things going on with the economy right now, but just go look at the average cost of college in, say, 1985, Mm -hmm. and look at the average cost of college in 2022. Mm -hmm. And then go look at the average income in 1985, and look at the average income in 2022. It is drastically different. The average incomes have gone from maybe in the 50,000s up to maybe the high Mm 60,000s. The average cost of college has gone up, I believe it was 24 times. So yeah. something right in there. So you 24X the cost of college. So when you think about people, maybe uh, in my parents' generation, who were deciding to go to college, the return on investment was excellent. It was a pretty obvious choice. It, was, it wasn't that expensive, maybe a couple thousand dollars, and then you get a great career out of it. And now it's gonna cost you tens of thousands, and in a lot of cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars, And you're not even sure if you're better equipped to join the workforce after you get the degree. Um, So I think for individuals out there who are trying to decide, should I go to college? Should I not go to college? I don't know. I I don't want to go against the grain and then fail because then I'm going to look dumb for not going to college. 
Um, I would just say, I mean, I'm not here to say don't go to college, but I am here to say, if you're going to make a tens of thousands of dollar choice, make sure you make an educated choice about that. And the least you could do is try something like the free five-day challenge and see if this clicks for you. I try to tell kids coming out of high school, just what if you just take that first semester off and instead of going to college in August, you start college in January and you live with your parents for six more months, just like you've been doing for the last 17 years. And you see if Salesforce is going to be a fit. You work to get that certification. You start applying for jobs. And if none of it pans out, you start college in January and worst case scenario, you get, you get yourself a degree and you have a Salesforce certification in your back pocket that just makes you a little bit more marketable. Yeah. And for people who are already in college to the, the same point, fine. You know what? Keep going to college, do your thing. If you're already halfway there, if you think you may as well finish it and that's your thinking, that's totally fine. Maybe don't take summer classes this summer, take two to three months, get that first certification, same concept applies. You're just better equipped to be marketable and land jobs when you come out of college. So, um, you know, to the point of, you know, going back to that story about Nick, who was able to, you know, he opted out of high school, his junior year, we had another individual, um, who graduated from high school and started his Salesforce career consulting, making over $80,000 at 18 years old, the summer after he finished high school. And I'm not saying that's the standard and that's going to happen for everyone, but I am saying that you do not need a degree. You don't need a tech background. You don't need any special skills. That's what we're here for groups like talent stacker and the employers are going to help train you up and tell you what you need to do specifically for their company anyway. Mm -hmm. So I would just say to everyone, like, please stop doubting yourself. Um, give yourself a chance to succeed because if you're writing yourself off saying, I can't do this, I have to do something different, then that's just you getting in your own way and you need to at least give yourself a chance. I love it. I do. I love it. I think you are absolutely right. And uh, I think it should get, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't cost you much to take a free five-day challenge just to see if it might be a fit. <laughs> Absolutely. Bradley, thank you so much. I know we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes. And I know you gave it once, but I'm going to let you do it again. Uh, how, what, where do you want people to go if they're interested in learning more? So if you want to start the five-day challenge and give that a, sh a shot, make sure you head over to talentstacker.com forward slash shock. That's where you're going to get free access to the five-day challenge and all the training that we have there. Totally free resources. It's not going to cost you a penny. The other thing I would do, if you want to reach out to me directly, I am on LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn. That's linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Brad force. So you can find me on LinkedIn, send me a message. I will respond to you. Uh, and if you have questions about the program, you can just hit our support email. I see all those too. So that's ask at talentstacker.com. I love it. Well, you've already given us a lot of wisdom, but do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yeah. So I'll, I'll sort of take it away from Salesforce for a second. Um, and just, we've talked a lot about Salesforce careers, but what I would say is another sort of what I would call the ultimate life hack um, is this concept of financial independence. So a lot of people probably heard the intro to the episode and they thought, how the hell do you end up being in a position to retire at 31 years old. Like most people would just have a bigger house and bigger cars and a vacation home and all the things, not position to retire. And so I would say, I don't care if you're young or old or somewhere in between, look up financial independence. And there is an article 
that you can just Google, you'll find it. It's called the shockingly simple math to early retirement. And it is shockingly simple. It is, it's just like Salesforce tech careers. It sounds complex. You're not sure if it's for you. Turns out it's not that hard. It does take some focus and it does take some effort, but you could absolutely be retiring in the next 15 years. I don't care if you're 18 years old right now, you could be retiring in the next 15 years if you just apply the concept. So if you haven't already, just go check out financial independence, Google the term, dive in, and I don't think you'll be sorry. Excellent. I love it. Bradley, thank you so much. It has been an absolute pleasure learning from you today. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I couldn't be happier to spread the word. So I hope people take action and I would love to be on in the future if you're ever looking for a guest. Excellent. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.